Alex, my friend. How are you? Welcome to the podcast again for the hey. second time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for it's having so good me to back. See you. Yes. Good to be back, Angela. Yeah, and uh, first of all, I think we were going to do this before. I think we had talked about having you back on the podcast before, but just so you all are aware, Alex was on the podcast, was one of the originals, one of the the people who has been on this journey with me since the beginning, which um, I am just so honored because uh, Alex brings such amazing perspective to the world of organizational identity and strategy. And I think the minute we met, we knew that there was something. <laughs> uh, and so for those who have not been listening to the, to the podcast since the beginning, let us know, uh, Alex, who you are, what you do, and the impact you're looking to make on the world. I would consider myself to be um, a strategy facilitator, which means I work at the intersection of business strategy, organizational identity, conscious leadership, anything around performance and empowerment of individuals in an organizational context. And it might sound cheesy to some, but I don't care. I try to make the world a better place and leave it a better place, like the organizational world, a better place than I found it. I love that. I love that. And um, the last podcast that we uh, recorded together was on just that. We talked about organizational identity, uh, impact to organization. So when you get a chance, please uh, refer back to Alex's first podcast recording. But today I am super excited because we're actually going to be talking about a project we worked on collaboratively together with some other contributors. And, um, and this topic is really going to be around uh, the next generation uh, leveling up our idea of business leadership and entrepreneurship. And so, Alex, I'm going to let you give a little bit of context on the project and the idea, um, but also to kind of prompt some thinking with the audience around some of the concepts that we cover in this project. So uh, leave out to you and give us a little bit of uh, background. It actually started like almost two years ago. I would say it was spring of 2020 when I had the idea of hosting a virtual summit around the topics of of leadership of creating an impact and building a legacy that is something that you are really proud of as a leader as an entrepreneur not necessarily legacy in the context of handing down money or a house to the next generation but really the legacy that you're creating as a leader with your business or as a leader in a bigger corporation and i invited I think more than 40 speakers to that summit. It was a three-day event. And some of these ideas, I, I just couldn't get rid of them. They, they stuck like glue. And I was like, okay, there is more that I need to explore with these people. And so I reached back out to, I think, nine, um, nine of you that joined me as guest speakers uh, on that summit. And we decided to create a book out of these ideas. And the themes of that book just fell into place. We're, we're, we're talking in the book about hard skills, necessary hard skills that any entrepreneur or business leader needs to have beyond their subject matter expertise to thrive in the workplace. And then there is the second theme, huge around leadership and culture. 
and the third theme around self-care. And the reason for these three themes, I mean, it just fell into place, but when you take a look at it and reflect on it, over the past 20 years working with, with businesses, I've never come across any business leader that did not have an issue in either, in any or either. And that is something that, that comes down to the fact that we are human beings. First, we can't know everything. We can't be great at everything. And we often neglect our own needs. And um, so th this book is really about helping us grow to that next level, especially when it comes to using our businesses to create something bigger than, than ourselves, mm -hmm. to give back to this planet, to society, to building a business that has a true meaning and a true legacy. Yeah. And before we talk more about the book, because I was, I had the absolute pleasure of contributing to, to the book along with some other experts. Um, so tell us more about what were some of the themes. So you talked about three um, topical areas, but what were some of the things that really stuck with you that like inspired you to actually get us all together and, and to create this? Let's talk about the second theme in the book for a moment. Um, leadership and culture that every time. So there is the ideas in that book, they, they, they address the topic of leadership and culture and impact from different angles. And I found these so intriguing and so actionable and sometimes even hyper-specific that I was like, wait a minute, if I think I never would have thought this could work and wait a minute, there is something valuable in it for me personally then the chances are there is also something valuable in it for other people, especially for people who lead businesses. And the interesting thing about these different approaches to leadership and building culture is that every one of us is different and some approaches will work for you and others might not. And you, probably you will have experienced some of them even already. And if you approach them with an open mind, there might be some additional value in it for you. So I felt for me personally, the world does not work one way. There are many, many different ways things can be done. So offering these different approaches to leading through challenging times, um, creating an impactful culture in your business, helping your teams manage disruptive challenges, all these different aspects to leadership have their place. And that's why I felt I wanted to collect them. Hmm. Yeah. So what do you think the future of entrepreneurship? Cause I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll plug the book really quickly here. Um, so the actual name of the book is called secrets of next level entrepreneurs, 11 powerful lessons to thrive in business and lead a balanced life, which beautifully, um, you know, kind of brings together those three themes that you were talking about, but, what do you think is the future of entrepreneurship in the, this context, in this worldly context of impact and change and social impact um, and how employees and workforces in particular are asking for more? What are some of the characteristics that you think are gonna, going to be most important? I think if we see corporations and businesses as part of society as a whole, we can understand that they do have an impact if they want or not, right? Mm -hmm. So you are there, you can either stay silent or you can speak up. 
you can either change how you use and waste resources or you don't you can change you can you can choose to re-engineer upstream and downstream supply chains to make them socially more sustainable all these things are choices that we can make and i believe and i hope it's not a dream that i have but i i really hope that what i see out there will turn into a mass movement at some point in time where people consciously decide from whom they buy services and products because they feel that how the businesses operate is in line with how they want the world to look like in the future so it's it's in the end a question of how do we consume how do we interact with businesses and which role do we allow businesses to play in the future so i'm i'm not and, and this is is especially true in this in these times where we often see the glorification of a few hyper successful entrepreneurs that amass incredible wealth but that to me is not entrepreneurship that that to me is the absolute exception mm. and we need to think about entrepreneurship and leading businesses beyond profit beyond money we need to think about the role we as entrepreneurs and business leaders have to play to build a world a community a society that is worth living in and then we have a completely different conversation we're not talking about profit for the sake of profit i think money is always an issue until you reach a point where it is a non issue and then you can focus on these things that truly matter and i think the book gives certain ideas and entry points into that conversation and the underlying message here is you are a human being so be human also at work bring yourself to work who you are and lead from that humane perspective i believe if we understand businesses and leadership in that context we are looking into a into a brighter future when it comes to the world of business than what we're seeing today yeah and i'm just really excited um at the the lineup of people that you wrote this book with i mean i'm a little biased because i'm one of those people, <laughs> but but i but i kind of look i look around the the you know the table as it as it were um of people who um you worked with to write this book and the diversity the perspective these are people who i see as uh, emerging in the space you know i think like you said this the space of kind of entrepreneurship business as a topic that we're learning about is kind of monopolized by a few people <laughs> and i don't know if they're saying much these days about what actually is going to be the future of business uh, business as a force for good and so i see this book and this group of people as being on the cutting edge of thought leadership and i am just so excited that you you made this happen for us <laughs> because it's it's been such a pleasure to put to you know to create something like this for the world i think there are people out there that are craving for a book like that and i could say this because i wrote it but that's not the point the point is that everyone who reads um a reading sample and and everyone who gets their hands on a pre-copy they tell me that this is exactly the right 
the right mix of topics at the right point in time. It just resonates with people. People are fed up of just reading over and over again the same superficial stories about money and fame. That's not what entrepreneurship is. That's not what corporate leadership is. It is about people. And if, if we help people understand how they can become better leaders, I think it's just extremely valuable, not for them only as, as human beings, but for everyone that they impact. And I agree with you. The people in that book, they do have something to say that is larger than just their own voice. And if we combine these voices into something as we did into that book, apparently it resonates a lot with people. And I mean, the fact that we wanted to self-publish the book and by starting to talking about the book, a big publisher comes around the corner and is like, hey, do you already have a publisher for that book? And we're like, what? No, we never really <laughs> thought about that. That, that says a lot about the people that contribute to the book, their thought leadership, and how they show up. Yeah, and uh, I think, yeah, having, um, and am I, am I allowed to talk about which publisher picked up the book? Of course point? you are. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, you know, we, like you said, we went down this path of self-publishing and, um, you know, Wiley, a you know, leader in the space, in the publishing space, you know, identified, had their eyes on, on this, on this book and, and picked it up, which is amazing for, um, for all of us as, as contributors to the book. And also, like you said, it also shines a light on the fact that this is needed in the masses. And I don't think we all, any, any of us really uh, decided to do this to become like, you know, rich, right? Nobody, none of us did this to make a profit or to make money, but more so to get it out to the masses and to shift perspectives on the world of business. So I think Wiley picking up the book is significant in that sense that we can now reach demographics and uh, audiences that we maybe didn't think we could before. So it's very exciting. And I believe that what you said earlier plays a significant role why Wiley picked up the book. The book is just extremely diverse when it comes to the perspectives and the backgrounds of the people. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you just take a look at the, at the faces of the people, you realize that we have such a broad perspectives over just 10 contributors in the book um, from all across the world, from Asia, from Europe, from North America, from all walks of life, some of them are like long retired um, and others are just emerging thought leaders. And that is so interesting to experience this whole breadth of knowledge and perspective. I personally, I can't get enough of, of reading those different voices and reflecting on how these chapters came to life it's just a huge pleasure to see that when you bring the right people together without having just any thought about financial gains, mm -hmm. this was never a book that we thought we would sell a lot of. It was something that we felt we wanted to give to the world. And now that we can leverage Wiley as a, as a publisher and use their reach combined with our individual platforms, mm -hmm. That is just super exciting. 
It's so amazing. And I think it, the other thing that, and I'm sure you've, you've thought about this, but if you have it, I need you to know that the way you approached this project with inclusion, with bringing other people along, with doing something for good versus profit, like just speaks to your values. Like it's just like a, a living representation of, of what you preach. And I think that's really cool because I think this is the future of, of work and how we work together, right? We're, we're not looking to make individual gain. We're not on the path to our own agendas. We are trying to bring people along and to bring inclusion into the process and make an impact ultimately. And so I just, I don't know if you've thought about it that way, but witnessing this um, and how you've led us through this, uh, it's very clear to me that you practice what you preach. Thank you very much. That means a lot to me. I actually never have thought of it because it just came natural. It's just who I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's your it's your value system. So, so is there anything else? I mean, as far as the the book goes, um, tell us more about uh, when it's going to come out. Of course, you know, for those of you listening, I will be very active uh, helping to uh, market the book. So you all will be hearing a lot from me <laughs> on the book. But tell us a bit more about where to find the book. Um, when it's going to come out and all those, those juicy details. We wanted to make this book, um, a happening, an event. We, we, we just didn't want people to be like, Hey, here's the link by the book. So what we're actually doing is we're, we're pulling together a global launch party for the book. It's going to be obviously virtual. And, um, there is a small, a small company in New Zealand that we collaborate with. So it's again, just another part of the world that's, that's joining us here in making this, uh, the message stick and, um, the launch party will be on the, on the launch day of the book. So the book comes out in North America on the 28th of March, um, a few weeks later in Europe and the UK and in other markets as well. But, uh, we decided to have the launch party on the 28th of March. Um, there will be a website um, that's next level book. No, sorry. What is, what is the website? Nextlevelbook.co. <laughs> gotcha. That's the website gotcha. where people can sign up for the launch party. Of course, it's free. There's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and games. We're going to have a, just a good time um, and, and talk about the book and um, give people the opportunity to interact with us as contributors as well. And um, yeah, it's, it's a book that hopefully helps people to discover who they are, who they can be as leaders. And um, as it is a book that is supposed to be inclusive and be, be just the right thing, that this is also how we're going to run the launch party. It's going to be very inclusive, something that is um, happening at a point in time where everyone in the world can join. It won't happen in the middle of the night. <laughs> Well, I would be happy to fly to New Zealand if that were not. I think, we, I think we should all just plan to all be there. That that should be the plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I will join from my home in Vancouver. So <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, just to you know, I would love to hear more about you know your experience with the book writing process because I mean I certainly can share uh, from a contributor perspective, but you know the thought of an anthology and writing and pulling together all of these perspectives, what are some things that came up for, for you in the, in the creative process um, that kind of shaped how the book turned out? There were a few voices in the beginning that 
asked me whether I would really want to do this. And I was like, why? Mm. And, because, and they said, because you have no idea how much work that will be. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I wrote a book before, uh, but that was just me. Doing mm -hmm. that with nine people is kind of, I, I get it. I get it. Okay. And, and they were right. It is a ton of work to pull a high quality book together that a major publisher wants to pick up. But what I learned in that process is how enjoyable it was. It was a massive learning journey for me as well, because every time I read a contribution, a chapter, and I went through it with the editor. And we were like, I don't understand this part. What does that mean? So we allowed ourselves to be curious and through curiosity, improve the chapter step by step, make them a full meal each. So what we, what we basically created in that process was a book that consists of 11 lessons that you can read independently. You don't need to read the whole book. If you're interested in the topic of leadership and culture creation right now, read those chapters. Hmm. Maybe next year you're like, huh, I probably need to revisit how I price my services or products. Go back to theme one, read the chapter on pricing in times of inflation. Um, and all these things are so interesting in the book that you can just take them and read them and put the book back onto the shelf. And when you feel you're now ready to spend some more time to understand yourself and work towards a better life balance, pick the book back up and go into the, into theme number three. So that learning process for me to dive deep into, into these topics was a huge pleasure. And by working with so many different people with different personalities, it was also interesting for me personally, how much I can adapt to the needs of every contributor because not everyone works the same way not everyone needs the same support or even wants the same level of detail and support so in all in all i know i will do it again it was a lot of fun and this will not be the last anthology i love it i love it well um i personally am excited to get this magic out to the world um i say magic uh but really this is this is life-changing i think for an entrepreneur uh, especially for an entrepreneur who is looking to make an impact um do good for the world and see their business as a catalyst for for change and for impact so more to come uh like i said i will be certainly marketing on my end and and making sure you all are aware of how to best access the book, interact with the book, buy the book, um, and some of the concepts that are in there. But anything else, Alex, that you want to make sure people leave with? I think this book is a testament to the work of the people that contributed to it. Um, it's not that some author had an idea and put it out there in the world and then some magic happened. This is a collective experience that we were able to pour into a book. And since it is such a collaborative approach to bring a book like that to life, I know that just by the nature of how the book was written and what it brings to the world, people will feel included by reading it. It is something that is truly inviting. 
We're not trying to impose a certain way of doing things onto the world. We are offering perspective. And I believe that this is, the world needs more of that. Just unassuming, unassumingly providing perspective instead of telling people they're right or they're wrong or they should do it one way or another. It's just an invitation to explore. And I think people will sense that while reading the book. Alex, thank you for all you do. Thank you for living your values uh, and, and having it manifest and show up with this really product of community that you built. So thank you for being on the podcast again. This will not be the last time, I'm sure. Uh, thanks for being you. Thank you very much. Thank you.